Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Today is Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Today I'm going to recap the Monday Night Football game from last night. Then we'll get into college football with the Bulls, college basketball, NBA, NHL, soccer. I have a future for the portfolio. The last one before Christmas. The NFL nicer naughty list. We will talk about um, which teams fall on which list. Um, news and notes and best bet. We'll start Monday Night Football. Um, it was a game that was unexpected in terms of its finish. As the Seahawks upset the Eagles by a score of 20-17. to 17. Um, The Seahawks are 7-7. Seven seven. It was a much needed win for them. And Philadelphia drops to 10-4. and four. Um, Drew Locke. Starting for Geno Smith, 22-33, 208 yards and a touchdown. Jalen Hurts, 17-31, 143 yards and two picks. He was awful. In this game, probably the worst game I've seen Jalen Hurts play in a long time. Um, but it was such a big deal with this Seahawks starting thing because it was reported that it was going to be Geno. And then, um, then it was reported that he was active, but it was going to be Drew Locke. It, it was such a confusing thing, but Locke gets the job done. I don't know if it's a benching of Geno Smith, per se. But, um, that was just an impressive win for Seattle with Drew Locke. As Drew Locke actually credited Geno Smith for the support after the Seahawks Monday Night Football win. But or they're just keeping it safe with uh, Gino from like an injury standpoint. So um, it's gonna be interesting to see going forward because that's gonna be a controversial thing these last several weeks of the season and heading into the postseason. Okay, college football. Um, we have a bowl game to talk about in terms of a result and a bowl game to discuss of what's to come. Um, so Western Kentucky defeats Marshall. I'm sorry, Old Dominion, 38-35 in overtime as uh, Western Kentucky comes back from 21 down in the fourth quarter to pull it out in OT. So they finish 8-5, and five, Old Dominion finishes 6-7. and seven. Um, So we do have one bowl game tonight at 9 o'clock on ESPN. You have the Frisco Bowl, UTSA against Marshall. Um, a couple... Of injuries on UTSA, Makai Hart and DeCorey Clark. Um, my line is UTSA by three, total 53-19-20. And UTSA is favored by a whopping 11 or no, 12 and a half, total 51 and a half. I am taking the 12 and a half of Marshall. Um, no doubt about it. Um, UTSA is missing two key players in this game. One offensive lineman, one wide receiver. I know Marshall's six and six, but um UTSA shouldn't be giving double digits against Marshall. So I am gonna take the 12 and a half with Marshall. The Marshall's plus 375 out rate, but I'm not going to go that far. I think UTSA wins, but 12 and a half a lot. I'm going to take Marshall plus the 12 and a half. Okay, now move on to college basketball. 
Um, we will go over results from yesterday and tonight's slate is much larger. Um, Drexel over Penn State, Allegheny, 117.49. Jacksonville over Yale Monroe, 75.65. A&M Commerce over Arlington Baptist, 130-53. A&M Corpus Christi over Texas Lutheran, 102.50. Prairie View over North American, 92.61. UNC Asheville over SC State, 79.75. Charleston over Coastal Carolina, 80.41. Youngstown State over, um... I leave off Youngstown State over Westminster, Pennsylvania, 117.45. Norfolk State over Southern Virginia, 108.52. Lemoyne over Houghton, 92.72. Dartmouth over Thomas, Maine, 77.48. Campbell over Morgan State, 83.76. Michigan State over Oakland, 79.62. Duquesne over Bradley, 69.67. Ohio over Defiance, 108.28. Wow. Marist over Maryland Eastern, 76-52. Marshall over Bluefield, 103-70. Wake over Delaware State, 88-59. Kennebec over Holy Cross, 77-57. UCF over Maine, 74-51. Little Rock over Murray State, 80-66. Arkansas Pine Bluff over Exclusia, 125-75. SIU Edwardsville over Central... Um, Mc, or, it's really McPherson, 99.56. Chicago State over Texas Rear Gun, 78.68. Texas State over Latorno, 110.68. Jacksonville State over Tarleton State, 65.62. Western Illinois over Eureka, 92.56. Evansville over Tennessee Martin, 98.91. Southern Miss over Lamar, 82.79. Northern Illinois over Columet, 92.48. Denver over Adams State, 83.83. UC San Diego over Sacramento State, 83-52. Portland State over Fresno State, 75-72 in overtime. Eastern Washington over Cal Poly, 62-53. Loyola Merriman over Detroit, 76-56. And Pacific over Stanislaus State, 68-46. A much larger slate today, 11 o'clock. Coming up, you have Tacoa Falls against Georgia State. Hampton, Bowling Green. My line is Bowling Green by 10. And it is 11.5 and, and 153.5. I'm going to um, take the under here. A rare under. 2 o'clock, Sanford, Valparaiso. My line's Sanford, 17.5. And it's 9.5, and 157.5. I'll lay it with Sanford. Um, 3 o'clock, Wiley Southern. We can skip 6 o'clock. Gulf Coast, Georgia Southern, my line is um, Gulf Coast 9 and 3 quarters. And it's 3 and a half and 141. FLA with Gulf Coast. Citadel, Notre Dame on the ACC network. My line is Notre Dame by 6 and 3 quarters. And it's 8 and a half and 128 and a half. I'll take the over. Niagara and Binghamton, my line is Binghamton 9 and a half. And it's 5 and a half, 146. And FLA it with Binghamton. 635 Sports 1, Georgetown, Butler. My line is Butler 4.5. And, and it's 10 half, 1, 3 and a half. That's a lot of points. Give me Georgetown the cover. Morehead State, Indiana on the Big Ten Network. My line is Indiana by 7 and 3 quarters. And it's 12 and a half and 1, 4 and a half. I'll take Morehead the cover. 
7 o'clock, Coppin State, number 20, James Madison. Mines James Madison by 28 and a half. And we have 28 and a half and 149 and a half. Um, we'll take the over. On ESPN2, number 22, Virginia, number 23, Memphis. So Memphis is ranked now. My line's Memphis by a quarter. And it is three and a half and one three one. I'll take Virginia to cover. I don't know if they'll win, though. Trey, number 25, Ole Miss. My line is Ole Miss by 13 and three quarters. And it's 12 and a half and 145 and a half. I'll take the over. David Port Central Michigan skip. Sets in FIU. My line's FIU 11 and a quarter. And it's 4.5 and 147.5. I'll lay the points. USC Alabama State. My line is USC by 17 and a quarter. And it's 17.5 and 149.5. I'll take the over. UNC Greensboro and High Point. My line's Greensboro 6.5. It's high point two and a half, total one forty nine. I'll take Greensboro plus the points and plus one oh eight outright. Gardner Webb and Chattanooga mine's Chattanooga by six and a half. And it's five and a half and one forty six and a half. I'll take the over. Tennessee State, Indiana State mine's Indiana State by eight and a half. And we have 17 half and 157 That's a lot of points. Give me Tennessee State to cover. Cornell Siena. My line is Cornell by seven. And it's 12 and half and 150 and a half. I'll take Siena to cover. Presbyterian Furman. My line is Furman by 12. And it's 14 and half and 154 and a half. I'll take Presbyterian and the points. Brescia, Kennesaw State, we skip. Winthrop, South Carolina. My line is South Carolina by two and a half. It's 10 and a half and 141. I'll take Winthrop to cover. Next up, Northeastern and Central Connecticut. My line is Central by two and three quarters. And we have. Northeastern favored four and a half total one forty half. Give me Central Con plus the points at plus one sixty eight outright. Bridgewater College, Virginia, George Mason. We can skip that. Miami of Ohio, Wright State, Miami's Wright State by six. And it's twelve and a half and one fifty seven. I have to take Miami and the twelve and a half. Western Carolina Van Day on the SEC Network. My lane is Western by four and three quarters. And it's Vanderbilt four and a half total one forty one. I'm giving Western Carolina plus the points and plus one fifty two outright. Merrimack Cincinnati behind Cincinnati by sixteen. It's eighteen half and one forty one. If I'll take Merrimack in the points. Canipiac Mercer minus Mercer four and a quarter. And it's two and a half and one forty eight and a half. I'll take the under. Sacred Albany. Mullane is second card by one and a quarter. And it is Albany three and a half total one fifty two. I'll take Sacred Heart plus the points and plus one fifty four outright. 
on ESPN tonight from Charlotte, the Jumpman Invitational, Florida, Michigan. Mine's Florida five and a half. And we have three and a half and 157. I followed three and a half with the Gators. 7.30, New Mexico State, Stephen F. Austin. My line is Stephen F. Austin by 11 and three quarters. And it's 10 half and 145 and a half. I'll take the over. Southern Norris, Northwestern, see we skip. Mississippi Valley State, Tulsa at 8 o'clock. My line is Tulsa by 25 and three quarters. And it's 25 and a half and 134 and a half. I'll take the over. St. Francis, Illinois, Southern Indiana, we could skip. Charleston Southern Loyola Chicago by Loyola by 13 and three quarters. And we got 18F and 137F. I'll take Charleston Southern to cover. North Dakota State and Southern Illinois. My line is North Dakota State by eight and a quarter. And it's Southern Illinois favored by seven half total. 135 and a half. Give me the bison plus the points of plus 320 outright. John Brown, Oral Roberts, Skip, Alcorn State, Drake. My line is Drake by 20 and a quarter, and it's 21 half and 151 half over. Houston Christian, SMU, my line is SMU 15 and a half. And it's 27 half and 151 half. I'll take Houston Christian to cover. North Florida, Florida State on the ACC network. My line is Florida State by 13 and a quarter. And it's 16 and a half and 151 half. I'll take North Florida to cover. Um, Lindenwood, Missouri State, Mullins, Missouri State by 10 and a half. And it's 17 half and 142 and a half. I'll take Lindenwood to cover. A very interesting game. My honestly most interesting game of the night. 8.30 on Fox Sports 1. Number 6 Marquette at Providence. My line is Marquette by 1. And it is Marquette 4.5 total 146 and a half. I'll take Providence to cover the 4.5 points. Next up on the Big Ten, Nichols, Maryland. Mine's Maryland, Maryland 17 and a quarter. It's 18 and a half and 149. I'll take the over. Next up, 9 o'clock, Montana, UC Davis. My line's UC Davis as a two point dog. And their favorite right to an F total is 145 and a half. I'll take Montana getting the points in plus 104 outright. Southern Utah, Montana State, Lions, Montana State by 10. And it's 3.5 and 145. And I'll lay the points with Montana State. Cal State, Dominguez, Hills, Long Beach State. We skip South Dakota and Bakersfield at 10 o'clock. My line is South Dakota by a quarter. And it's Bakersfield, 4.5 to 142. And I'll take South Dakota plus the points, plus 160. University of St. Catherine, San Diego State. We can skip Western Kentucky, Cal Baptist. My line is Western Kentucky by 3 and a quarter. And it's Cal Baptist, 4.5, total 146. Now, I'll take Western plus the points of plus 168 outright. Middle Tennessee, St. Mary's. My line St. Mary's, 11 and a quarter. And it's 14.5 and 119.5. I'll take Middle Tennessee to cover. And last but not least, Cal State, Northridge, UCLA. My line's UCLA by 19. And it's 17.5 and 137.5. I'll take the over. Okay. Now, I'll move on to the NBA. Um, We will go over... The results from yesterday and a much smaller window we have coming tonight.
Cavs over to Rockets, 135-130 OT. Clippers over to Pacers, 151-127. Bulls over to Sixers, 108-104. Hawks over to Pistons, 130-124. T-Wolves over to Heat, 112-108. Raptors over to Hornets, 114-99. Thunder over to Grizzlies, 116-97. Nuggets over to Mavs, 130-104. Jazz over to Nets, 125-108. Kings over to Wizards, 143-131. Um, 7.30 on TNT, you have the Grizzlies and the Pelicans. Obviously, Jaws back. So, that is a big deal. My line is Grizzlies by six and a quarter. I'm sorry, Pelicans by six and a quarter. So, 2.23 and nine tenths. And we have eight and a half and 2.29 and a half. Um, I like the over. I'm sorry, uh, the under. Um, that's high. 8 o'clock Spurs box. My line is the box 26 and a half, total 238 and a fifth. No Wemby in this game, and it's 16 and a half and 249. I like the under. 10 o'clock on TNT, Celtics Warriors. My line is Celtics by 10, total 228 and 1720. And it's 5 and a half and 233. Um, this is another difficult one, but I'm going to lay it with the Celtics on the road. They deserve to be favored. And then Suns-Blazers. My line is the Suns by six in the quarter, total 225 and three quarters. And it's seven half and 231.5 under. Okay, now move on to the NHL. We will go over the results from yesterday, and then tonight's slate is much larger. Ducks over to Red Wings 4-3. Pens over to Wild 4-3. Habs over to Jets 3-2 OT. Stars over to Kraken 4-3 OT. And the Flames over to Panthers 3-1. All right, tonight's late 7 o'clock. You have the Wild at the Bruins from TD Garden. Um, Bruins minus 2-5. Wild plus 168 over under 5.5. Overs minus 120. Unders minus 102. Wild plus one half is minus one forty six. Bruins minus one half is plus one twenty two. I'm gonna go with the under. Jackets Sabers. Sabers minus one eighty four. Jackets plus one fifty two. Over under six and a half. Overs minus one twenty eight. Unders minus one four. Jackets plus one half is minus one fifty two. Sabers minus one half is plus one twenty six. Um. The Sabers need the game badly. So, I'm going to go with the Sabres puck line, minus one half at plus 126. Rangers, Maple Leafs, best game of the night probably, um. Leafs minus 118, Rangers minus 102, over under 6.5, overs minus 114, unders minus 106. Rangers plus 1.5 is minus 245, Leafs minus 1.5 is plus 1.8. I love the over. Love it. Over in the Leafs would be a fun same-game parlay. Blues, Lightning. Lightning minus 172, Blues plus 142, over under 6.5, overs minus 114, unders minus 106. Blues plus 1.5 is minus 162, Lightning minus 1.5 is plus... 134, like the over here as well. Flyers, Devils. Devils minus 176. Flyers plus 146. Over under 6.5. Overs plus 106. Unders minus 130. 
Flyers plus one half is minus 166. Devils minus one half is plus 138. I like the over at plus money. Golden Knights-Canes is a really good game. The Canes, though, underwhelming. Canes minus 144. Vegas plus 120 over under 6.5. Overs plus 110. Unders minus 134. Vegas plus 1.5 is minus 205. Canes minus 1.5 is plus 168. I'm going over at plus money. Although I do like Vegas, too. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to go Vegas. Plus 120 is the pick. Carolina only has 35 points. Um, 7.30. Oilers, Islanders on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Oilers minus 142. Isles plus 182. Over under 6.5. Overs minus 140. Unders plus 114. Oilers minus 1.5 is plus 158. Isles plus 1.5 is minus 192. Um, I like the under at plus money. 8 o'clock. Canucks, Preds. Preds minus 140. Canucks minus 105. Over under 6.5. Overs plus 106. Unders minus 130. Vancouver plus 1.5 is minus 255. Preds minus 1.5 is plus 205. I think this might be Vegas Mills, so I'm going to do the prize at minus 114. 830 Abs, Blackhawks. Abs minus 60, Blackhawks plus 210, over under 6.5, overs minus 6, under minus 114. Abs minus 1.5 is minus 5, Blackhawks plus 1.5 is minus 114. I like the over. 9 o'clock, Sens, Coyotes. We'll get to the Senators and News and Notes. They're minus 113 favorites, Coyotes minus 6, over under 6.5. Minus 110 each way. Sends minus 1.5 is plus 198. Coyotes plus 1.5 is minus 245. Um, tough one, but I'm going to go with the Senators at minus 113. And 10.30, Kings, Sharks, and ESPN plus and Hulu. Kings minus 295. Sharks plus 235 over under 6.5. Overs plus 108. Unders minus 132. Kings minus 1.5 is minus 113. Sharks plus 1.5 is minus... 106. I'm going to go with the Sharks on the puck line. Plus one half at minus 106. They've been a little more competitive of late. Okay, now move on to soccer. Field goal over notable results from yesterday, and we'll see what's going on today. All right. Um... We have La Liga. Um, Girona over Alaves 3-0. And then today, 1 o'clock, we have Rayo and Valencia. Um, Rayo plus 120, Valencia plus 250, draw plus 210. So, for this one... Let's go with the draw at plus 210. 3-3, Atletico and Getafe. Atletico minus 240, Getafe plus 650, the draw plus 320. And go over 2.5 goals, minus 102. And then Granada, Sevilla. Granada plus 185, Sevilla plus 155, the draw is plus 210. So for this one... I'm going to go with another draw at plus 210. Bundesliga, that's rare for a Tuesday. 12.30, Bremen 
and RP Leipzig. Um, Leipzig's minus 175. Bremen's plus 330. Detroit's plus 350. Let's go over three and a half goals at plus 102. 230 Dortmund Mainz. Dortmund minus 240. Mainz 5 to 1. The draws plus 380. I'll go over three and a half goals plus 110. And Hoffenheim Darmstadt. Hoffenheim minus 260. Darmstadt 6 to 1. The draws plus 380. Same pick. Over three and a half goals plus 126. Alrighty. So. We'll start with, of the big ones, um, Club World Cup. Um, Fluminense over Al Ali 2-0 from yesterday. And today at 1 o'clock you have Urawa Reds and Man City. Um, Man City's minus 900. Urawa's 16-1. The draw is 7-1. We're going to go over three and a half goals at plus 112. Carabao Cup today. Um, Quarterfinal, 245 via Port Vale and Borough. Um, I'm going to pull that up. Real quick. Um, so, um, Borough minus um, 135, Port Vale 330 drops to 60. We're going to go under two and a half goals, minus 116. Everton, Fulham. Everton minus 115, Fulham plus 280, draw plus 240. We'll go with Everton minus 115 as a home favorite. And at 3 o'clock, Chelsea, Newcastle. Chelsea minus 145, Newcastle's plus 330, draw plus 280. For this one, I like under 2.5 goals plus 112. English FA Cup today. Um, second round, 245, you have Blackpool and Forest Green. Blackpool minus 320, Forest Green 7 to 1. The draw is plus 430. We'll go over 3.5 goals at plus 126. And then we have Copa Italia today, round the 16 at 3 o'clock. Napoli and Frosinone. Um, Napoli's minus 220, Frosinone's 5 to 1. The draw is plus 350. Under, or I'm sorry, over three and a half goals plus one twenty four. That's like the magic bet today for, uh, for soccer. All right, now move on to the portfolio. Um, I'm gonna give out a future in any sport. Um. And I actually want to eye soccer in the Champions League. The uh, knockout round bracket came out. And you could get some value 
um, with one of these teams. Um, and um, it's interesting because um, there's teams that have won their leagues and like other teams have better odds than others. Um so I'm gonna look at um the odds for uh futures for Champions League because I want a soccer feature. So, the favorites, Man City at plus 210, but there are several teams that have good numbers. And, um, have some value to win this whole tournament. Um... And I really have been impressed with some of these teams. Um, and there's a team that um, really um, did well in group phase that has value to um, go on a little bit of a run. And this team is that I'm eyeing is 18 to 1. Um, they did suffer two losses, and that's Barcelona. But I don't know if I want to pull the trigger with them. Um... So, I'm just eyeing the board here to see, like, who could uh, do it. PSG's 14 to 1. I have my own Barcelona and PSG, so maybe we'll look at numbers a little later um, for that. So, let's look at the NFL. And season awards. Um, the coach of the year market still very interesting because there's coaches on here that have some value, and I think it's still win the award. 
There's a coach I'm eyeing on here that's 25 to 1. He's a really good coach. I think he's going to get his team to the postseason. Oh, there's two coaches on here. And I think they're. I have to take this long shot that's in here at 150 to 1. I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing good football right now, and Todd Bowles. I think he's doing the best coaching job in his career. He's 150 to 1. I'm laying a a tenth of a unit on him for coach of the year. Like, why not? That's going to be it. I mean, I was going to take Sean McVay at 25, but I think the better bet right now is... Because um, say the Bucks went out, win that division, Baker is getting a lot of... Uh, he should be the comeback player of the year, too. Um, but at the same time, um, DeMar Hamlin died on the field last year and came back to life and played football this year. So I don't see how DeMar Hamlin doesn't win. But if DeMar Hamlin doesn't win that, then Baker should be the comeback player of the year. But why not Todd Bowles for coach of the year? Why not? I love it. 150 to 1. That's like super, super valuable. All right. Speaking of the NFL, we're going to do the nice list or the naughty list right now. Um, we're going to go division by division and talk about uh, who's on what list. We'll start in the AFC East. Um, so the Buffalo Bills are going to be on the naughty list only because they've underachieved this season. They had a terrible. Um, Earlier in the calendar year, postseason loss at home to Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Um, so, um, I put them on the naughty list. Um, the Miami Dolphins is an interesting one. Um, I'm going to put them on the nice list. But you could argue naughty list for them too. But the reason why I'm going to put them on the nice list is because they are likely to win the AFC East. Um, they're a top-heavy team, and I think when healthy, they need to be considered a Super Bowl contender. Um, the New York Jets naughty list. Um, the playoff drought continues, and it looks like they might be uh, heading for some turnover this offseason. Um the Patriots are on the naughty list. Um, they might be heading for turnover too. Bill is probably going to be coaching elsewhere. Um, and they just need to start from scratch. The AFC North. The Baltimore Ravens I'm going to put on the nice list. Um, they're going to win the AFC North. Um, Lamar Jackson's in the MVP discussion. And... This team's a contender for the first time in a while. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals, this is a hard one. But I have to put them on the naughty list. Um, I know Jake Browning's been a nice story to save the Bengals' season. But he's going to turn back into a pumpkin at some point. Tommy DeVito, if Tommy DeVito could turn back into a pumpkin, so can uh, Jake Browning. But I feel like the Bengals have underachieved this year. Their defense isn't as good. Um, Zach Taylor's not the best coach in the world, but he deserves credit 
for the Jake Browning thing. Um, Cleveland Browns, um, naughty list, um, Deshaun Watson, just a, really a bust acquisition for the Browns. Now looking at it, um, Joe Flacco's now their quarterback. I mean, he's been winning games for them, but when's he going to turn back into the old man? Um, but the Browns, to me, are not a team that can win a Super Bowl. Um, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are on the naughty list, too. Um, they've had quarterback problems all year. Kenny Pickett's looking more like a bust by the day um, because he's injured and he really hasn't improved from year one to year two. He's kind of like the AFC's Daniel Jones in a weird way. Um, except Daniel Jones actually won a playoff game last year. Nobody talks about that anymore. But um, they might need to uh, have a reset and make a change as well. We'll see with Mike Tomlin. Um, the AFC South. Um, the Houston Texans are going to be on the nice list. They found their franchise quarterback in C.J. Stroud. They found their head coach in D'Amico Ryans. And this is a team that is going to be around for a long time. The Indianapolis Colts are also going to be on the nice list. Um, Shane Steichen's a, a hell of a coach. Should have took him at coach of the year when he was double digits. Um, but I didn't. Um, so that's an interesting um, thing to look at with the Colts. See, they make the postseason. They should make it. Because they were winning all these games. But Shane Steichen to me is the coach of the year right now. But Todd Bowles, if they win that division and the Colts don't make the playoffs, it should be Todd Bowles. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, this is a difficult one. But I'm going to say the naughty list. This is a team that is looking more fraudulent by the week. Um, Trevor Lawrence is not the quarterback that the Jaguars dreamed of yet. So they're on the naughty list. And the Tennessee Titans are on the naughty list. They've been disappointing this year. They were a lot of people's pick to win the AFC South this year and making a case against Jacksonville. But it might be the Colts or the Texans that win that division for what it's worth. So... To me, Tennessee is on the naughty list. The AFC West, um, the Denver Broncos. Um, this is a hard one, but I'm gonna say the naughty list only because, um, they, to me, um are not a contender, and that's a team that has a lot of flaws, and we're lucky to uh, win some games to get back in the playoff mix. The Kansas City Chiefs are on the naughty list, um, and that is because I know they just won the Super Bowl, but they failed to address wide receiver, and you could argue they were lucky to win the Super Bowl last year. But because they won the Super Bowl, 
you're going to say, like, oh, they should be on the nice list. So, you know what? I'm going to move them to the nice list. Um, But they should be on the naughty list. So, because they won the Super Bowl this calendar year, they're going to be on the nice list. Solely for that reason. Chargers naughty list. They finally fired Brandon Staley. Hallelujah. Um, Justin Herbert's hurt. Easton Six, the worst quarterback that's currently starting in the league right now. And the Raiders are on the naughty list because um, they're just a team that is kind of in no man's land. We don't know what their plans are. And they should be tanking for a high draft pick. But um, instead, the Chargers quit on Brandon Staley. And now the Raiders are going to be picking in the teens or in the late 10, 11, 12 range. And what they should be doing is tanking for a franchise quarterback. Um, the NFC will start in the East. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, they should be on the naughty list too. But because they made the Super Bowl, they're on the nice list. Um, I'm going to give them a slight pass for that loss to Seattle because Jalen Hurts was sick. And he probably shouldn't have played. Um, but they still made the Super Bowl last year, and they're, um, if it's not the Niners, it's going to be the Eagles in the Super Bowl, you would think, right? The Dallas Cowboys are on the naughty list until they actually make the NFC title game in the Dak Prescott era. That's just reality of the situation. Um, they beat the Eagles. That was a great win, but that was their only good win of the season. Because those two Giants games, we learned that the Giants were terrible. Um, the Jets were terrible. Um, the the Panthers are the worst team in the league. So, um, the Cowboys, to me, belong on the naughty list. They need to uh, do it against somebody um, big time again. And it could be the Eagles again. And the Rams weren't playing that well when they played them, and they, I think that was a backup quarterback too, so that doesn't count either. Um, Giants, naughty list. I know they won a playoff game in this calendar year, but we realized that that was fraudulent, and they won that game because they just had a lucky season last year. But that doesn't take away from Brian Dayball and the job he did. And he's a good coach. I think that the Giants would be stupid to fire him because they underachieved this year. They kind of remind me of the Rams last year in a sense that high expectations and you take a big step back. Except the Rams were coming off the Super Bowl. And they had a ton of injuries. And this Giants team is worse than last year's Rams. But the difference between the two is that the Rams had so many big injuries, which is why they fell apart the way they did. And the Giants, their big mistake was paying Daniel Jones. But if they didn't pay Daniel Jones, they probably would have had the same record now than they would have at the time. So um, that's a different discussion. But they're on the naughty list because they uh, they paid a guy they thought was a franchise quarterback based on a playoff win against a fraudulent Vikings team. Um, and the commander's naughty list, of course. Sam Howell's not the answer. He was benched for Jacoby Brissett, so naughty list. Um, 
Ron Rivera needs to be fired. Um, NFC North. Um, Detroit. I'm going to put them on the nice list because they're living up to expectations. Um, but that doesn't mean Dan Campbell deserves to be the coach of the year favorite. But they still belong on the nice list because they're living up to expectations of a division favorite. Um, the Chicago Bears, this is a difficult one, but I'm going to put them on the naughty list only because Matt Eberflus stinks as a head coach. Um, Justin Fields, everyone's opinion changes on him week by week. One week it's like, keep this guy as a franchise quarterback. Another week it's, get rid of him, draft Caleb Williams. So they're just stuck in limbo, and it's because of Fields' situation. So they're on the naughty list. The Packers are also on the naughty list. Um, Jordan Love's not a franchise quarterback. Um, Matt LaFleur's not a good coach. Um, So, naughty list. They're probably going to trade David Bakhtiari to the Jets in the offseason. And then the Jets are going to get Devontae Adams. And then they're going to have the New York Packers literally on their team next year. With Rodgers back. Um, the Minnesota Vikings naughty list. Um, Kirk Cousins injury pretty much was when their season ended. But their quarterback situation now is bleak. Nick Mullins was okay against the Bengals. But Josh Jobs was not the answer. That was a bad trade by Minnesota. They should have signed Joe Flacco or could have gotten somebody else. Um... And then the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons, naughty list. Um, Desmond Ritter's not the answer. He was benched again. Arthur Smith might get fired. They they have a lot of um, talent, but they just haven't put it together. Um, the Carolina Panthers are the biggest naughty list of the year. Um, they're literally tanking, and they don't have their pick. And they shouldn't be tanking because the Bears... That's the biggest thing that they're thankful for, that the Panthers are this bad. That trade-up for Bryce Young was awful. I mean, he looks like a bust right now. I mean, things can change, but he doesn't look like a franchise quarterback. They probably should have took C.J. Stroud. If they had C.J. Stroud, they would have won that division, and they would have won double-digit games. But then again, Frank Reich was a bad coach, so maybe they would have went like 8-9 and nine or something like that. They would have been Atlanta. Um, the Saints are on the naughty list. Um, Dennis Allen's a, a bad coach. Derek Carr's a mediocre quarterback, and you're mediocre in result of it. Um, and then you have the Buccaneers who belong on the nice list. Um, Baker Mayfield is better than Tom Brady was last year, which is crazy to say. Um, They're going to win that division. They kicked ass in Green Bay. Um, I just made a case that Baker should be the comeback player of the year, but he won't because DeMar Hamlin died on the field last year, and he's playing football this year. So um, that's why Hamlin deserves it, obviously. But... um. Good story with the Bucks, And I think that they 
are going to be a tough round one out potentially for Dallas in what could be a rematch or the Eagles in what could be a rematch from two years ago. Um, the NFC West. The Arizona Cardinals naughty list. Um, they're kind of in the same situation the Bears are in with Fields. Like, what do you do with Murray? The Raiders are in this situation. There's a lot of teams in this uh, interesting situation with veteran quarterbacks that are going to have high picks. And they're going to have the Texans pick, too, which is going to not be as good as we thought it was going to be, which is not good for them. Um, But they're on the naughty list because they're a bad team. Um, The Rams are going to be on the nice list. Um, A very nice bounce-back season for them. I almost pulled the trigger with Sean McVay for Coach of the Year for Portfolio, but that Bulls number was just too good to be true. Or it might be too good to be true. But it was just too good to pass up, I mean. But the McVay number, 25 to 1, might be too good to be true. I mean, but... um. So, good bounce-back year for the Rams. Stafford's healthy. Coop or Cup has just been a monster. Puka Minichua was the steal of the draft. Um, and Aaron Donald's playing like Aaron Donald. So hats off to the Rams. Um, the Seahawks are on the naughty list. Um, they have a quarterback controversy now all of a sudden. Um, they're a team that um, probably should have went for a quarterback in the draft last year. They probably should have taken Will Levis. Um, or else maybe that team's a little bit more interesting long-term because I don't think Geno Smith's the answer. It's kind of like the Giants with Daniel Jones. They made the mistake in paying a quarterback off a career year, but the difference is that Seattle beat the Giants and took advantage of Daniel Jones and their injury situation at the time. But the Seahawks have fallen back to the pack, but they won... Let's face it, they won last night because Jalen Hurts was sick and the Eagles kind of gave that game away. But they should not have won that game last night. And uh, Pete Carroll's old, so they're on the naughty list. And then, of course, the 49ers belong on the nice list. Um, They're just so fun to watch. Um, Brock Purdy isn't a franchise quarterback, but he's a quarterback that you can win with. So... I'm going to say the Niners belong on the nice list. And if they're healthy, um, I don't see how they don't win the Super Bowl. That was my preseason pick. And I feel pretty good about that. Okay, now I'll move on to the news and notes for today. Uh, nice or naughty took a little bit longer than... I want to, so we're going to rapid-fire news and notes. Um, Christian McCaffrey almost called the Eagles' plays during the Manning cast, which is really funny. John Morosi says that the Yankees are viewed by many as the front-runners for Yoshinimo Yamamoto. So um, we'll see if he's right. Obviously, he was wrong about his Blue Jays' Otani thing. That was his arson judge moment, but... um. We'll see if he's right here. He gets to redeem himself. Um, Mueller extends at Bayern, so that's big news for them. 
Jalen Hurts calls out the Eagles and says Philly isn't committed enough after a third straight loss. Yikes. Well, it's your fault that you lost three in a row. You played bad, and, oh, yeah, you were sick, but it's still your fault that you lost. You threw two bad interceptions, and it was the worst game you've had since you lost to the Giants and Joe Judge a couple years back. Um, except the Seahawks team is better than that Giants team. Um So Micah Parsons calls out the media after the game. He says um, that um, the analysts have bad takes after their loss to the Bills. That's just typical. Looks like the Steelers are going to start Mason Rudolph against the Bengals as Mitch Trubisky's benched. Um, that's just a mess in Pittsburgh. And then Devontae Kazee suspended without pay for the rest of the year after his hit on Michael Pittman. Um, and then Tom Brady was critical of that suspension. Um, Taylor Heineke to start against the Colts. We talked about, um, Desmond Ritter being benched again. And we talked about the, uh, the Seahawks waiting until kickoff to announce about Drew Locke. After it was reported that Geno Smith was going to play. Rookie running back Keaton Mitchell out for the season, torn ACL. That's brutal for the Ravens, um. Jamar chased to miss week 16 after um, a separate shoulder. That's brutal for Cincinnati. That might cost him a playoff spot. We're at the point of the year is that non-quarterback injuries are going to cost teams playoff spots. And I think that could be the case here at Chase. Um, the Lakers raised their in-season tournament banner against the Knicks, and then they go and lose to the Knicks. Um. How about this? Nebraska lands number one transfer quarterback, Dylan Riola. So that is a big deal for um, Nebraska with them landing uh, Dylan Riola. Um, actually, it's not a transfer. Um, He's the number eight recruit, which is incredible. That's a big get from Nebraska. That team's going to potentially be relevant. Um, so Dante Moore, former five-star UCLA quarterback, is transferring to Oregon. So it's going to be him and Dylan Gabriel in the same room. That's going to be interesting. The WNBA schedule came out for 2024 as the season includes a format change to the Commissioner's Cup and a break for the Paris Olympics. Um... Senators fired DJ Smith. Hakez Martin named interim coach. Um, DJ Smith, I'm surprised, wasn't fired two years ago. That team's just been underachieving in his tenure. And I think that this was way overdue. Um, Bradley Beal to miss two weeks with an ankle sprain as he'll be reevaluated at the start of the new year. Chris Haynes reported that Jordan Clarkson is available for trades for contending teams, so that would be a good pickup for somebody. Boogie Cousins is going to Taiwan as he signs a deal with the Taiwan Beer Leopards. That's funny. Um, 
Jaden Daniels is entering the draft. No surprise there. It was reported yesterday that there was no $300 million bids for Yamamoto as the bidding is underway. Um, Draymond is in, out at least two weeks as he started counseling process as part of suspension. The AP poll came out and Auburn shaded it because they are still not ranked. But you have two losses, and you don't have the glamour of even some three-team losses. So, the poll, um, one through five, Purdue, Kansas, Houston, Arizona, Connecticut, 6 through 10, Marquette, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Kentucky, Baylor, 11 through 15, Carolina, Creighton, Illinois, FAU, Gonzaga, 16 through 20, Colorado State, BYU, Clemson, Texas, James Madison, 21 through 25, Duke, Virginia, Memphis, Wisconsin, and Ole Miss. So congrats to Ole Miss for finally making it. Others receiving votes. Miami, Auburn, Colorado, Utah, Iowa State, Ohio State, TCU, Michigan State, Texas A&M, San Diego, Providence, Northwestern, Nevada, Dayton, Alabama, St. Joe's, Grand Canyon, Washington, New Mexico, South Carolina, and Mississippi State. So there you have it for the poll. Um, Jim Harbaugh hints at a return to Michigan as he sent a message to seniors during the team's banquet. Wow. Bryce Harper FaceTimed Yamamoto as a part of the uh, Phillies presentation for him. Um, the Champions League bracket, uh, bracket for the knockout stage came out. Um, a headliner is Barcelona-Napoli. The Braves released Matt Carpenter after um, the team attempted to flip his contract after the trade with the Padres. And non-sports news actor Jonathan Majors has been found guilty of assault and harassment following an altercation earlier this year with his then-girlfriend. Yikes. Okay, last but not least, my So, we have some options, but there's an obvious one sitting there that I have to take. And that is Marshall plus the 12 and a half against UTSA. I'm going back to the well bowl games. I won with um, Western Kentucky yesterday. So I'm going to lay a tenth of a unit on Marshall plus 12 and a half against UTSA for my best bet of the day. So that's it for the show. I'll be back tomorrow recapping everything and looking at everything tomorrow. Um no bowl game tomorrow. We have a lot of college basketball though, but not as much as today. Um so we're gonna do baseball nice or naughty tomorrow. So that should be fun. Hope you guys have a great day everyone.